6: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hey, yo. As we are sitting here smack dab right in the middle of a week where we say goodbye to the regular season in the NFL, we say hello to the playoffs, uh, and oh, by the way, we have college football drama, not just the Heisman Trophy. We have COVID and and all kinds of conspiracy theories going on that maybe the game will get postponed by a few days, maybe it won't. I'll tell you what, I, I did not see this coming, but hey, I'm just glad we're here for it. Um, no, that's just it, right? It's all Some of it's noise and you try to filter that out but it's
7: all good fodder for sports talk radio hot debate and you and I yelling at each other it's a beautiful
6: thing uh the decision tonight for the Heisman Trophy comes down pretty easily and and pretty much in favor overall it wasn't really a close vote of Devontae Smith winning the Heisman tonight Alabama's wide receiver who The best playmaker in the nation. Look, the kid is phenomenal. He has everything. He's got hands, he's got the speed, his route running. There's a reason why he's being compared to Marvin Harrison. And he wins the Heisman Trophy uh, by a good margin over Trevor Lawrence, who finishes second. Now, we'll get to Trevor Lawrence coming up in a few minutes, because uh, Trevor Lawrence finishing second, uh, uh, really, it's not a lifetime achievement award. But, Devonte Smith wins, and now he's someone that prior to tonight and prior to the last couple, the week or so has been projected as going somewhere, anywhere fourth or fifth overall in the NFL draft. Now he has this big game last week. He's got one more game coming up against Ohio State. He's got the Heisman Trophy. He is now in the conversation for going number two overall, just so happens, of course, the Jets pick number two overall. And when we talked about this earlier tonight, And I said, you know, listen, the Jets aren't going to get Trevor Lawrence. Look, and I I love Zach Wilson. You know, Justin Fields may turn out to be a a really good player. Maybe Lance is a guy. But there's a big difference between Trevor Lawrence and the next best quarterback. Just because you're picking second getting a quarterback doesn't mean you're going to get a guy who's just below. You're not getting a guy just below Trevor Lawrence. It's not like, boy, I can't get Trevor Lawrence, so I'll take the guy just below it. No, you're getting the next best quarterback, which – when it comes to projecting for the pros there's at a reason projections. why yes, yes. yeah there's a there's a reason why Lawrence is is talked about a once in a generation prospect and the other players are good quarterback prospects look somebody's going to come out of this draft as a star somebody's going to be a bust somebody's going to be middle of the road that's how it goes with everything but when you have a guy that hey clearly we got to take this guy number 1 overall and then what do you do at number 2 and when i talked about Devontae Smith being at number 2 He's in that conversation, and when you have to think about what's your best course of action going forward, there's now a couple of schools of thought because clearly there's going to be all kinds of quarterbacks that teams are going to want to move on from because it, uh, it either doesn't work or they're ready for the next incarnation of things. Carson Wentz is going to want out of Philadelphia. This is a guy that uh, three years ago was playing at an at MVP type level. Uh, Matt Stafford, the Lions are going to want to get rid of him. Matt Ryan, you know the Falcons already wanted to get rid of him a year ago. Jimmy mm-hmm. Garoppolo, the Niners are going to want to move on. Jameis Winston, if he's not given the job in New Orleans, is going to want to move on. Gardner Minshew's going to be kicked out the door because, hey, we're getting Trevor Lawrence, right? Drew Locke, the, the Broncos could say goodbye to him. Marcus Mariota maybe is turn himself into a player who, hey, a team might want to give him a shot at being a number one quarterback again. So with that being the case, knowing that those are just the guys that are out there now, is the worst thing in the world to come back if you're the Jets and you say, well, we'll trade for Carson Wentz and we'll go take Devontae Smith and maybe we have a guy that could be a really good quarterback again because we've seen him do it before in the NFL. Maybe he needs a change of scenery needs some actual weapons because he hasn't had any in Philadelphia the last couple of years not that he hasn't played, not, not that he's played great because he's played he's played badly, but change of scenery for him clearly is what he needs and you bring in a weapon like Devontae Smith who could be one of those game breaker once every 10 year wide receivers when you're compared to Marvin Harrison and not the Marvin Harrison off the field and who is, you know, people getting robbed by the landlord Marvin and and what's going on. Yeah, you don't want to get robbed by your landlord Marvin. No, a guy's getting shot at car washes. No, I mean on the field, Marvin Harrison, uh, yeah, I would take that guy at number two overall. And if I can get my quarterback somewhere else and I go into next season with a lot of money to spend – I'm okay with that. Every Jets fan in my Twitter feed thinks I'm insane, which I, I can't believe that. But I don't know what they think is going to happen. In number, it's not like suddenly they're going to make a trade with the Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence is going to fall to number two. It's how can you make the best team picking second? You're not picking Trevor Lawrence. So what's the best thing to do? Can you slide down and maybe get Devontae Smith? Sure, you might be. You can't slide down more than fourth or fifth. And is someone going to really come all the way up to number two to get Zach Wilson or Justin Fields? Y- you don't know that that's going to be the case. So you have to look at what's out there. And clearly, it, you know. Devontae smith that kind of playmaker as good as he is yeah he's one of those special guys you take in the top 2 or 3 of the NFL draft and 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 you see what he can do in the NFL because you know, look to be able to win the Heisman Trophy over a quarterback doesn't happen, man. Doesn't happen. Desmond Howard, the last guy to do it. You're going back to the '90s to see that happen. This doesn't happen that often. This is a special guy, and I don't know how he goes from boy. He's the best receiver in college football, and the best receiver that receiver you was put out in Alabama. How he goes from that to being oh, in the pros, I can't. I, can't. I mean, really. I mean, seriously, all the guys Alabama puts out are great. All the wide receivers, they come in pro-ready, and they're ready to go, and they take off, and they're terrific. Uh, I I don't see how Devontae Smith at number two isn't a big option, especially when you need playmakers to win in the national football league.
7: No, I get that. Uh, I'm still on the trade it down. Someone's going to want to come up and decide they fall in love with one of those quarterbacks because that always happens, right? Someone's left off of the – veteran retread uh, merry-go-round or or decides not to engage in that and decides they want the the new contract-controlled young quarterback. Because that's one of the things that's interesting in Jacksonville, right? If you go and you draft Trevor Lawrence, don't you want Gardner Minshew there? Now you got two guys you're paying nothing. So you can really go and... Uh, convince other players to jump on board with the $100 million you have to spend and potentially you buy yourself a a contender. Because Minshew, um, remember, he was still too good a couple of times down the stretch to where it's like, nope, get, get him back out. He's hurt again. Get Glennon back on the field now, now, now. So, and look, they haven't kicked Darnold to the curb entirely yet. That's that's the other difficult decision uh, in in the process for your beloved Jets. And I know you're banging the drum for Devontae Smith, and I've seen a couple of mock drafts that have him being the the next addition to go work alongside T. Higgins in Cincinnati. Now, how about that with Tyler Boyd and with Smith and with T. Higgins? Now we're having fun when Joe Burrow gets back (laughs) on the field. But uh, I I think for the Jets at two – I'm trading out if I can. Like I am finding a partner, whether it's the Eagles because you get Wentz uh, and then you, you get a bunch of picks that come back your way, some other assets to use and repackage as necessary. But I, I think certainly think this this pick is the one that's in motion, especially if you haven't decided when you start grading things out if Joe Douglas doesn't love one of these other quarterbacks.
6: You know, yeah, and that's the thing—is that trading out is always is always great, and I would love for the Jets to do that. But how much can you trade down? Where okay, what we want to do is be able to get another first-round pick and be able to take Devonte Smith. Right, or, or you have your guy. How much farther can you trade down to get a guy? Because it's not like a quarterback where you can say, well, this team's not taking a quarterback because they have a guy. And this, team. So if we're sitting at five, we're okay. Because we see quarterbacks being taken at one and at three, but not at two and at four, so we're good at five. I mean, your guy could go. I mean, really, Devontae, everybody needs a game-breaking wide receiver like this kid. You, know, you, you can't tell me anybody wouldn't foam at the mouth. And I don't know how he's a great pick for the Bengals, but he's not a great pick for the Jets. I mean, really? I, I, number two it, versus number five. It's- uh, and and it's the Jets, so <laughs> nobody wants to give the, the Jets, Jets anything of no. value. No, I nobody in terms wants to be, happy be at- sex appeal. No, no, nobody wants to be happy about anything with the Jets. I just want to be mad. Why? Because I'm mad. But 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 be happy. No, I'm mad. That's my mad is my Jets thing. I've been mad for a decade.
7: Oh, okay. All right. Then, then, <laughs> and then you still have Jamar Chase is out there as well. Mm-hmm. I know Devontae Smith is there, and, and you're and you're excited. And right now you've got the. Uh, you know cat scratch fever because it keeps scrolling across your screen or in your twitter feed someone's put a jets jersey on him wouldn't he look good here uh i, I could totally see you doing that maybe you have learn photoshop during your holiday break and you're starting to put those things up yourself
6: yeah it could be yeah you know could work here out there's my all 11
7: for uh, for next year I got Beckton and I Trevor Lawrence
6: fell to us and I got Devontae Smith. See, there
7: he is out there on the edge.
4: <laughs>
6: <laughs> Twitter at how about a Fresca. Mike gets swollen. Don't Really, I, I'm stunned how he's gone. for. Boy, how great he is. But take him at number two. Oh, no, no. We can't take him at number two. That's, but number five is fine. I mean, it's, I, I mean, I I feel like I'm living a bunch of crazies. But isn't like, that I'm the way that seriously? always
7: works, though? Oh, Especially man. when you get up the top. Here, take the quarterback, and then someone either has to take a game changer on the defensive side of uh, things, oh, or they've yeah, got yeah. to find the big guy on the interior. That's the way it works, man. Uh, you know that, the
6: formula. At least the Jets won't take a defensive tackle, I don't think, at number two. So at least, at least we're 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 out out, out of that. Uh, You you never can tell, buddy. They like Uh, depth. Now, the other part of this tonight is that Trevor Lawrence somehow comes in second. Which really, I don't know if that's voters saying, I want to reward Trevor Lawrence for a great career in which he's going to be one of the winningest quarterbacks we've ever seen, a national championship winner, but he's not going to win the Heisman Trophy. So I'm going to vote him second. Because if I vote him, if he comes in fourth, it looks like he lost. And it's embarrassing for him to finish behind these other quarterbacks that clearly he's better than Kyle Trask and better than Mac Jones. I don't know if the voters felt that or they just felt, hey, this body of work, I want to vote for him because he's had such a great career but there's no way Trevor Lawrence had a better year than Mac Jones and Kyle Trask. I'm sorry he didn't. You know I I, I love the kid. He's fantastic. He did not have a better season than either of these guys And, 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 and you can cut it up any way you want to and pro prospects have nothing to do with it. Who were the best quarterbacks in the country? This year in college football when it comes to what they did on the field Trevor Lawrence was not nearly as good as Kyle Trask not nearly as good as Mac Jones. They didn't have it really anywhere compared to either of these guys and the biggest game of the year that could have really split it in his it, tipped it in his favor if he goes and beats Notre Dame in the first game when everybody is waiting it's the game of the year but he misses it because he has COVID which is not his fault but that was his chance to win the Heisman Trophy if he wins that game and throws for five touchdowns against Notre Dame and suddenly that flips everything look at Trevor Lawrence look how good he is and he rides that momentum but he missed the biggest game of the year and still he comes in second I, I, I can't I I couldn't put him there. Even if the Jets were drafting him and he was listening to the show, I wouldn't want him mad at me. I couldn't put him there. I couldn't put him up at number two.
7: Yeah, I'm sitting there wondering, and and I haven't seen the the full split. I've seen the, you know, obviously the top vote-getters all together, right? Here's your top ten. But how deep it got because you had three Alabama players in the top five. All right, so all right, you, get the, you get one, three, and five. You got all the odds, uh, and then we'll we'll plop some other guys in the mix here. And, and Lawrence, I think it, it was a bit of a career achievement award in what he meant for college football, because we didn't have a lot of college football stories that were positive coming into the year, but it was still, all right, can Trevor Lawrence live up to the hype, and will he become a Jet? And then the Jet screwed it up, and now he's going to be a Jaguar. <laughs> Sorry, buddy, that's the way it works. Yeah, uh, but yeah. – You know, with Kyle Trask, you lost a couple games. So even though you have huge numbers, did the the losses count against you as much? So perhaps that's why he didn't get the love he did. Justin Fields had the monster game, obviously, in the semifinals. But there were a couple during the shortened Ohio State season. And this is where only playing six games could have come back on him in terms of his votes. And then Wilson is, uh, it's unfortunate, just like trying to get yourself into the playoffs, it's also a a tall order at times when you've got a good field to break through to get yourself some Heisman love uh, when you're not the team. Even when early on you had the market to yourself, right? Because you were the only game in town. uh, Sustaining that throughout a full season was obviously a a tough task. But yeah, Trevor Lawrence shouldn't have been second. However you voted him one through five, uh, he, he certainly, for me, uh, shouldn't have been number two on this
6: list. Missing that game was immense. Twitter at how about a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, coming up next, if you thought the Heisman Trophy was a bit, hey, we had a big show tonight with, with a wide receiver winning and it's awesome, uh, that's nothing compared to the drama coming out of Alabama where Nick Saban's daughter has started up a huge controversy with a tweet
0: Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn
8: more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a b and with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter.
6: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Congratulations, Devontae Smith. He is your Heisman Trophy Jets winner. And who (laughs) knows where he could wind up going in the NFL draft when the NFL draft gets here. But with Devontae Smith winning, we now turn our attention to the national championship game, which is set for next Monday night. And oh, boy, do we have something for you. It was earlier today, maybe you saw the report, Brett McMurphy had it, I think Bruce Feldman had it as well, that Ohio State has run into some COVID issues, and one of their position groups is really affected by COVID, and the potential of the national championship game getting postponed seems like it could be real, because Ohio State, you have to worry about going through protocols and testing and being cleared. If you have a whole position group that can't play, this is what wound up postponing games this fall is that it's not just, well, a team had so many uh, players. Oh, but look, they, they have you a know, hundred players on the team. If you have a whole position group that can't play well, that, that that's what's yeah. going to make the games get postponed. So that story came out earlier today. Now, Ohio State put out a statement saying, listen, everything is good. We're, we're looking forward to playing. The game is on. And then Nick Saban's daughter decided to go on social media and vent some frustration about this COVID story. Quote If you're not confident to play, then say it. I call BS on the COVID cases for Ohio State. They're just worried about their QB and want him to have more time to heal. If he's hurt, put in your backup. You didn't see us postpone the rest of the season to wait for injured star wide receiver Jalen Waddell by B-Y-E in big quotes. So Saban's daughter, Kristen Saban, is the one who put this on Twitter. And I mean it. Saban's daughter is the best name for a band you could possibly think it's of. It's good. I, I like your idea of Saban's daughter sounding great, but people it's also... either that thinks, or a
7: horse, man. Let's go.
6: Yeah, well, it's Sabin's daughter or the, and like you said, people might think you're saying Satan's daughter, which will get a whole bunch of other people want to come listen to the band. And suddenly you're drawing in fans from all over the place. So it sounds no, that's pretty it. good. I that like is them. a marketing thing. Yeah, Look, like I'm, bang-
7: I'm, I'm banking on the fact pa- the fact that most people have short attention spans these days right mm. in our TikTok and and youtube uh quick hit kind of world right here's your insta story What 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 did i miss go back
6: classy, Uh that kind of thing bougie right? mm-hmm. yeah sassy schmoozy yeah okay
7: yeah no anytime we get the word bougie in on the show we've won
6: too well, But listen megan the stallion made her whole career
7: off of uh you know classy bougie on TikTok. that is not a bad way to go I'm I'm working towards uh, my own version to see if I can't uh – attract a uh,
6: similarly sized audience, but we'll figure that out. But, you have your, Well, listen, you, you got to have your own TikTok dance. That's what it is. got to have your Harmon TikTok dance, and if you have to wear purple shorts and a jaunty yeah. hat, then that's what it is.
7: It'll probably look something like a uh, finishing maneuver in the, in the wrestling ring, but w- okay. what I was trying to say was, in, in terms of getting folks in under Saban's daughter, Satan's daughter, most folks don't really <laughs> listen and pay attention to what you're saying anyway. They hear about half of it, yeah. and especially when we get into the TikTok world where we're dealing with a lot of young adults and teenagers, uh, they're sure as hell not listening to what you have to say fully. Uh, which means we can sell merch to a lot of them. Is that the same band? Yep. Why is that is it- one got like flames and daggers and stuff, and-, and the other one is nice and
6: peaceful, looking like uh, you know the girl next door? And it's well, and with a picture of Nick Saban on it. Why is Nick Saban on a picture of Saban? just, it's the alternate logo. That's why it's just alternate. It's just like in sports, <laughs> alternate logos. You you buy it the way it is. I like that alternate. Jersey time I love it so Kristen Saban puts this tweet out and then a couple hours later She, of course, apologizes. Hits all the right notes with, this is like apology. This is a textbook 101 apology. The tweet I posted earlier this evening was uncalled for and hurtful. I made a huge mistake and I apologize. In a moment of frustration, I let my anger get the best of me and acted before thinking. I regret my choice of reckless words. I hope you can forgive me. She goes on to say, listen, I'm not taking the COVID situation lightly. Uh, This is, I'm ashamed and embarrassed. And then she went and deleted her Twitter account. So now she went from, I am so mad, and now their Twitter account is gone. You know, we mentioned this briefly about a week or so ago. And it's that it's so hard for me to listen to any college football coaches say anything about the game. Because whenever they try to get outside of the sport, and even in the sport itself, they seem so out of their depth. Right. I mean, granted, you're not supposed to be experts on certain things, whether it's covid or anything else. Or, but when I when I hear college football coaches talk about things that aren't college football, I go, oh, man, you guys got to just stop. You guys have to just stop because look what happened this year. Suddenly the door was open for, hey, teams are, are, are ditching games because of covid. Whoa! This is like conspiracy theory stuff to the next level. You really think Ohio State is faking COVID cases? It's this is not. Hey, this is not a Saturday afternoon where where you're getting a Mountain West game or or you're getting a MAC game and and boy, there's not a lot of attention. We just get the report from the school that they have COVID. This is the national bleeping yeah. championship, man. Ohio State's not going to sit here and say, hey, let's fudge the COVID things because in our tight end room, so we can have time for Justin Fields to get healthy and come back and play. You really think that can happen? Happen, but this is college football. College foot when when people get outside the, of the sport, and even when they're inside and they evaluate things, I'm still kind of look at things and go, oh, come on, really?" But no sport do, can, can I not hear people more than when I hear, when, when I get into people associated with college football talking about things that don't involve college football because clearly there everything is out of their depth. I mean, really, you're taking this COVID situation that we are now in, in a worse part than we were when it started in 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 March and. April and 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 in, in the early months of this, and now we're hoping that we can continue to get past this and and, and fight through the rest of this winter. And now it's it's become something that it's like a a, a college football political volleyball that we that we bat back and forth of. all oh, you're 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 not playing for COVID, and you have the top coaches in the country that are talking about it. And Dabo Sweeney is throwing this around, and he's, he's throwing it out at Florida State. And it's what what is happening? I mean, I I just can't believe anybody thinks that with a level of this with the national championship that you can have a team say yeah yeah we're going to try to get Justin Fields help we're going to make up some COVID cases to do it but really if you really think you could do that this really comes down to
7: uh there's only one meme and one video clip from a television show that would really make this uh, argument for us uh it's the famous family guy episode where Brian owes Stewie money and he eventually beats him down sets him on fire all sorts of things going. why you ducking me man why you ducking me you got money for fake mustaches and all this other stuff. Where's my money? Where's my money? It's the same thing here. Of why? Why are you ducking us? Let's you know get the narrative and it's you know playing bully to a degree. Look what we got over here, and we're able to keep controls and and move forward in our season. That's kind of what Sabin's daughter does here. So I'm curious who had uh, her ear, or whether that's just her. You know, hearing Nick. Curse after the report comes out, or something to that effect. Uh, I'm sorry, or Saban. Am I supposed to just call him Saban like that reporter
6: did? Yeah, Coach? it's yeah, Coach Saban, right? You, you say, Coach Saban. Coach Saban. Okay, that's how you. Say uh, otherwise,
7: it. that guy from Alabama is going to come and chase me down and call me dirty names or something, try to cancel me out. Uh, but it, it is that that point, right? You you knew it was going to be weaponized at some point, not in the political landscape of things which it is anyway but when we talk about it in sports of hey you're not ready for us and and it's really a very lowbrow form of trash talking if we're going to use bougie on one side this is about as bad as it gets yeah yeah well you're, you're using covid to to stay away from playing us and trying to stall things come on that's just lunacy uh and you know she's supposed to be a functioning adult so uh stay off the uh social media world uh as it were because all you did was cause a hornet's nest just like Dabo when he went with a little bit of gamesmanship of hey we're gonna rank you 11th and that's a needling and still dumb But at least a little more acceptable uh, because this is just just outright foolishness with with the seriousness, with the amount of money and time and protocols that have put into place. Ohio State, the school that when this was all going on and the Big Ten looked like they were going to cancel, who were the guys out front? Ryan Day and Justin Fields were the guys saying we can make this happen we have mm-hmm. to make this happen so to come back and then accuse them of trying to sandbag things uh, it's just bad business and a bad look uh, for the university uh, even if it's not from an official representative it, it just reflects poorly of you know just the thought and look fans get silly but once the family gets involved what do we always say as soon as mom or an aunt or an uncle or someone starts tweeting about something only bad things. Happen.
6: This is a <laughs> really, really weird story that is kind of mushrooming out of control on social media, and I don't think anybody has any idea what it's about. I, this typical story for, you know, social media 2020-2021. Deshaun Watson is trending on Twitter, uh, the number one trending topic sports-wise, because, everybody's going nuts with the election in Georgia, and, that's, and that's, you know, that's where I expected things to be. But Deshaun Watson is at the top. Why? Well, earlier today, we watched the the Texans wonder what their next move is going to be. And as as you just heard Ralph Irvin say, they're hiring Nick Casario as their new director of player person, their new GM. He was the former director of player personnel with the New England Patriots. Uh, This story broke around uh, seven o'clock or so Pacific time. Well, about an hour or so ago, Deshaun Watson just tweeted out some things never change. Dot, 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 dot. And that's it. All right. That's all he tweeted out. Some things never change. Dot, 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 dot. Now... I can't tell you how many people have tweeted at him going, dude, come here, we'll take you. Come to the Jets, no, we'll take sure. you, come here, we'll take you. Everybody's saying, come here, come here, because it's about Deshaun Watson being upset with the Texans. But is, is it Deshaun Watson being upset with <laughs> exactly. the Texans? I, mean, I don't think that's what it is. I mean, he could be talking about the, the Jacob Blake shooting. He could be talking about and many things. But just because he writes some things never change, everybody has jumped out, oh yeah, he's sick of the Texans. Which, listen, if Bill O'Reilly Brian was still there. I'd get it, but I I really don't think Deshaun Watson is tweeting about. I really am upset that we got the Patriots. uh, You know, a guy from the Patriots' new general manager. I don't think that's you. Get out and go. Some things never change. Getting the Patriots. GM. I really, I, I don't think that's the case. And this guy, look, this guy's got a pretty good track record. He's been the director of player personnel there for 12 years. All right, He's the high, he's the highest ranked staffer in the personnel department. I really don't think this is about who the Texans hired as GM. I, I'm, I'm just going out there on a limb, but I don't think that's what this is about. I also don't think it's about how upset he is with the, the Houston Texans because he, he's got his money. He's here. He's hoping for a new start. I mean, he's the franchise. He got paid. You're just hoping that now we have a new start because Bill O'Brien just ripped the cupboard bare by trading away everybody we had and spending all kinds of money. And now, you know, here we are looking for our way up at four and 12. So I I don't think it's about either of those things, even though this is what people are kind of running with right now.
7: Yeah. Georgia elections, Jacob Blake, the Kenosha district attorney announced that no criminal charge will be filed. Could be talking about that. Could be talking about the other report that Eric B. has not been uh, asked uh, permission mm-hmm. has not been sought for him to be the Houston head coach, so maybe that's a shot at Bill O'Brien <laughs> since he left him with a bare <laughs> cupboard. Mostly. I mean, Will Fuller, when he was healthy, was fantastic. David Johnson, when he was healthy, played pretty well. You still had a lot of gaps, and you saw the, the video. I mean, you could play the You Got a Friend and Me or whatever, whatever song you want to put behind it of he and J.J. Watt walking off the field saying, we're sorry we wasted a year of your career. That's kind of a big... Uh, Big big moment for uh, J.J. Watt. He's he's got his, uh, between his commercials and now inspirational, motivational speeches. And, I mean, you could hire him probably to do apologies for you. He's really good at it. Uh, But you've got so many different things swirling in the Casario news. Um, Somewhere in here is the reason. One of those five, I have to assume. Uh, Or there's secret, uh, like if we were putting it up as a poll question, you'd have to put the, or is it something else? Yeah, <laughs> so,
6: yeah. I mean, I, I, I yeah. just, I just don't think that's what it is, you know. Um, and, but you know what? But this gave me an idea. Okay, this actually okay. gave me an idea. Seeing this, okay, if you really wanted to have fun, and I, I have friends who are lion. Ly- Look, most of Pam's family are all Lions fans. You know, a vacation in Detroit. You know, I got friends that are Lions fans. You didn't have to Frost do parks. that this year, buddy. I, no, no, that's true. That, that's true. That was that was the advantage of me on that one. It's uh, not know, why
7: frostb- it, you don't want it to be the reason you didn't go. You just, I mean, you didn't have to go. So no, um, dude, we're I like gonna going to count. To we're just going to
6: count the win. No, oh, dude, I like going to Detroit. No, Detroit is fun, man. I get to go to, oh, dude, I, you know how many times when we go to Detroit, I get to go to White Castle? Oh, my God, it's the best. I have White Castle like every other day when we go to Detroit. It's because uh, there's none here in L.A., but there's one every, it's like a Starbucks in Detroit. Every other block. Okay, you got to go down Biddle, and you're going to make a turn at the White Castle. Okay, what's that? Like then Rocky Biddle, down, Biddle, former White Sox reliever? You know, Biddle's a street and Washington. In, uh, in no, Wyoming, that's what that I mean. d e l e, yeah. Exactly, and you go down to make a right on sixteenth. Okay, where do you go down? Then you go to the White Castle. It's on the corner. Okay, then you make a turn onto Ford Road. How long do I take Ford Road? I right, go through two lights, and there's a big White Castle on the corner right there. And that's right. I mean, the White Castle is like Starbucks, dude. I love going to try to get. So let me go get. Wake up in the morning, going. It's ten o'clock. I can have White Castle. I can go there and get White Castle. Uh, White Castle's the best. Um,
7: that's fantastic. Well, I'm really hoping your cardiologist is not listening to the program right
6: now. <laughs> but they're so tiny, you know. So if I have four or five of those, it's like Just cool, when you have a, yeah, but you eat them by the sack full. What are you talking oh, about? More, Dude, more. Crave case, crave case, crave case, <laughs> crave case. Now I'm upset <laughs> I didn't get to go to Detroit. I missed that. But like, you know, I, so I, so I, friends who are Lions fans, right? You know, Frostburg's a Chargers fan here in L.A. I know many people who are Chargers fans. My fam, some of my family lives in Jacksonville. You know, they're Jaguars fans and everything else. I, this would be a fun thing to do. And I wonder if we could if, if, if this would be something that would wind up becoming a thing on, on social media. But if, if you call... Called people if you had friends and teams were looking for a head coach, right? You know, one of the teams is looking for a full time head coach, and you recorded the conversation and you said to them, dude, I just heard on the radio or TV, dude, I just heard on the radio, I just heard on TV that you guys are interviewing Bill O'Brien for your head coaching job, and you record their reaction. And, and what their reaction to Bill O'Brien would be. I and like I think that. you would have gold. You would have gold because you would have people go, ah, oh, they would hang, be hanging up the phone. They would be Safeguard cursed. the picks. He's going to get t- rid of them all. They'd be telling you, don't call me again. Uh, if you called somebody, just a dude, I just started interviewing Bill O'Brien. What do you mean? When? Like, I think they're doing it now. What do you mean? They're doing it now. Yeah, no, they're yeah. interviewing Bill O'Brien. It's happening.
7: You mean you mean the guy who had the huge lead on the Kansas City Chiefs and gacked it away? You mean the guy who has traded uh, traded picks away for years to ruin and waste the most productive years of Deshaun Watson's career? Yeah, I know he led the league in passing yards. Who the hell cares? You didn't win any games. <laughs> I don't care. All right? But, uh, Mitchell Trubisky, would that be? playoff quarterback. Deshaun Watson, <laughs> not.
6: Bill O'Brien effect. You know, they had the interview with Bill O'Brien. What'd they say? Well, if they hire him, he said the first thing he's going to do is trade every draft pick away. <laughs>
7: So that he, way, likes, he likes assets now. He is not yeah. a guy looking into a crystal ball. He needs guys that can play and where he's got the film right now.
6: Bill O'Brien's philosophy is that instead of worrying about the draft where you don't know who you have, trade those draft picks away now for a couple of players, and then you can have all offseason knowing exactly who you have. You have to wait until the end of April to know who these guys are going to be. Just trade those draft picks away and just get a couple of players to come in. You're ahead of the game. It sounds like a
7: propaganda film.
6: It's revolutionary
7: by Bill O'Brien if that happens. It's it's like you've now gone and uh, our our guy Pascal from the uh, Mandalorian into Wonder Woman 84. (laughs) You're giving me his speech. Just, Just
6: wish it right now. Oh, man. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike and Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Uh, coming up next, I will make a bold declaration about one of the big playoff games this weekend. If one team loses, I will apologize to the world for picking them. That's coming
5: up next. This is Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express.
8: Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a b and with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit kia.com to learn more. Kia.
6: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. And I'll tell you what, after the last 24 hours with the Browns, if the Steelers don't win this weekend, I will go on an apology tour of America, I mean here on the show, and apologize for picking the Steelers to go to the Super Bowl like I did preseason because I picked the Steelers preseason. I remember, yeah. Uh, After the last bit of of run they have had since clinching their playoff berth on Sunday, it has gone all types of wrong for Cleveland. They're going to be without head coach Kevin Stefanski with a positive COVID-19 test. He and five others in the organization he will not be allowed to coach on Sunday. Alex Van Pelt will now call the plays, the offensive coordinator. You're losing your main play caller, which is a really big deal. Not that Alex Van Pelt doesn't know what Stefanski wants. Not that he's not going to have an earpiece in with Stefanski in his ear telling him, Sure. Okay, this is what I want you to do right here. But this is this is a big loss. You also had two players today get in trouble and be cited for drag racing. Uh, you know, go, you know, driving to practice uh, earlier in the day. And I mean, that that's insane. You had a starting offensive tackle and Rashad Higgins wind up getting getting cited for dragging. And Higgins tried to make fun of it on social media, then deleted his tweets. They also have injury problems across the board, and they're playing a Steelers team that rested all their guys last weekend and still almost won. And you know the Steelers gave the Browns nothing that they're going to show them this weekend in a game knowing full well we could be playing them at some point. If the Steelers don't win this game, I mean, I, I, will, I will sit here and say I was duped. I was fooled by the Steelers. I was, I was bamboozled. brought in. I yeah. got bamboozled. I, I got bamboozled playing to foosball again. I was bamboozled by Vicky Valancourt. I was bamboozled by the Steelers into picking them to go to the Super Bowl, and it is all my fault. That's how much the Steelers should win this game this weekend
7: i tell you what, the, the, the other thing that concerns you, right, the drag racing is an interesting story because certainly here in Southern California for a few months before people started to either just say, out oh, of hell with it, I'm not listening to the government or they got to go back to their places of employment. I like to think from the more positive side that they, they got to go back to work. Uh, there was a lot of drag racing going down on the 405. I don't know if you noticed Jason, <laughs> every now and again I'd be coming back from the studio recording a podcast and be like, okay, in my rear view mirror, you know, the objects appear closer uh or objects are closer than they appear yeah uh-huh. you'd have that and you'd hear that mm, you know you know after they've already passed you one of those where they're at like 100 miles an hour so. jackass people oh, living be, their be life a quarter mile
6: yeah. at a time that's how it goes man no question about it time. but
7: yeah the the number of injuries is what really concerns me here you got a really beat up offensive line uh, most of the guys have missed a game or been game time decisions here over the last month. Uh, Wyatt Teller's missed time, JC Treader, the center has is had issues. You mentioned uh, Jedrick Wills, you know, he's had illness and injury issues along the way. Their backup Nick Harris who played both at center and, and at tackle, he's got issues and and missed week 17. And then you go to the defensive side of things, Denzel Ward has been out. He's your best best member of your secondary and then olivier vernon tore up his leg on sunday so he's now done and he was the bookend with miles garrett which at least gave you a puncher's chance because that back seven is going to get beat and they're going to get beat a lot (laughs) when they play the steelers uh steelers it's still under the key number as we sit here right now at
6: minus six lay it (laughs) I mean, I really I wanted to pick the Browns. The, Bra- the Browns did. have been doing everything right this year, and they figured out their team, and it's been a joy to watch. But the last 24 hours, it's really going to be hard. They had to close their facility, so the prep time is not going to be what it normally is. There is nothing working in their favor. And I know the Steelers have kind of limped to the finish line here. Uh, you know, they did have the big win, and I think, you know, Tomlin, we're holding on to that momentum. We're going to rest all our guys the final week and be ready to go. And hopefully, Roethlisberger's got a lot, got a lot more spread in his arm, which I, I'm sure he will after having a week of rest. Uh, I, I, re- I wanted to pick the Browns. I just can't see it. I, I just can't see how it goes because I, I need to see Nick Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt doing all kinds of damage on the ground. I don't see it. I, I see Baker Mayfield turning the football over a lot and, and the Steelers are going to win this football game. But I mean, if they don't win, the apology tour is going to be immense. I'll have to do it because I, I, I'm I the one. I've been I've been selling you on the Steelers from the beginning of the season. I'm the one doing it. I'm going to be the one that apologizes.
9: Sorry. Love that
6: roster coming
7: in. Obviously, Big Ben's arm. You know, we, we've won at times is there's still a lot of juice there because the downfield throws haven't been as plentiful a week off certainly going to help that Uh, and they've used the passing game as an extension of the run issue Uh, but the torque on the elbow adds up so that's one of the curiosities but against Cleveland secondary I got a feeling he'll gut it out for uh, for a game and and he'll have himself a day so you DFS players you uh, folks playing your one week against your
6: buddies for beer cash Ben Roethlisberger Twitter at How about a fresca? Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith show with my best friend, Mike Harmon Uh, coming up next more NFL on the way. We have a really insane story about what could happen in one of the wildcard games this weekend and maybe a new Super Bowl
1: pick. This is Fox.
8: Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800 333 4Kia for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10 year 100,000 mile powertrain and 5 year 60,000 mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.
2: I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novela, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio, season 9. Love, Love at and first listen. listen.